police in the morning. Restored to life by supernatural forces, high school delinquent Yusuke was granted paranormal fighting powers to protect humanity. Demons are poised to take over the earth, and Yusuke must lead a posse of mismatched, super-powered warriors into battle against them. With spirit guns, swords, and good old-fashioned martial arts, our heroes will use any means necessary to wipe out the demons. It's two-fisted fighting action at its best. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie, B-Movie Bros. Bros. Here we B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are back for week two of Anime Month here in August with 1994's Yu Yu Hakusho the Movie Poltergeist Report. You heard what the back of the DVD had to say. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three. I want to start with the good here. Of what good we can find. So for me, number three. Each fighter gets their own fight, an enemy to square off against. You know, nothing like a classic one-on-one showdown, just like any good team fight anime story arc. mono e mono Number two. The action sequences are okay, as far as anime goes. It's nothing special, mostly giant flashy techniques. Not the brawling like in the show, but decent enough to get straight to the point for the movie. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with giant flashy techniques. Nothing at all. And number one. Kuwabara turns out to be the most badass character of the film. It's finally the credit and recognition he deserves. I mean, he's the only one to win his fight the first time. And he saves Yusuke's life, you know, at least once, if not multiple times throughout the film. And he does it when he's at his weakest point of the movie. Like, Kuwabara for the win. He was the true hero of this movie. Right, number three. So, this movie came out in 1994, before Funimation got the rights to W. Hawk Show. So, I can kind of understand why this the dubbing wasn't very good, considering not only was it the time period, but they really weren't sure what they wanted to do with the characters, whether or not they should translate the Japanese verbatim or try to make it their own, and just kind of sounded awkward. But I kind of get it, and I appreciate the fact they brought Yu Hakusho, the anime, to an English-speaking audience. Number two. It was kind of cool seeing the characters from Yu Hakusho in the film, even if they don't sound or act the way that I'm used to seeing them. It's an entertaining series in general, so, you know... It's... I I appreciated that. Plus, there's cool fighting and visuals, so... Yeah. How about that? Number one. There's still a chance that this film will get a Funimation dub one day. It's not a very good chance, considering how old it is, but... You know, it would be cool. And, you know, a man can dream. And on to the bottom. For me, number three. Without the context of the show, there are very few things about this film that actually make sense. It's just a confusing mess of evil guys and dudes with ridiculous powers fighting for no reason. Number two, the animation of this movie is supposedly higher quality than this show, but it's got some strange things going on where, you know, the noses sometimes disappear or get smaller or shaded in a way that makes the characters look like they're straight out of Alvin and the Chipmunks or the Chipettes. Like, it just looks weird and out of place. Number one... Being a huge fan of the series, the voice actors being completely different is something I just can't let go of. Not only are the voices all wrong, but even the characters' attitude and dialogue choices are messed up. Yusuke never insults people and he speaks respectfully to Genkai, plus Kuwabara swearing, that's just a big no-no. 
Kubar would be disappointed in Kubar. I mean, his honor code and all that stuff. He just, he, he wouldn't do it. He doesn't have a potty mouth. All right, number three. Netherworld energy. I mean, I mean, really, like, we already have spirit energy and demon energy, which are only really distinguishable by the fact that one is used by humans or people in the spirit world and the other is used by demons, but they basically function the same way. It's just kind of stupid. Like, we didn't need another form of energy to add to our increasingly growing list. I mean, at least sacred energy was somewhat distinct, at least at first. Fucking netherworld energy. And, and, also, and having a netherworld, it's like they're just adding another world on top of spirit world, demon world, and human world. Well, it, and if, it's kind of... If spirit dumb. world was the opposition of, or, or the afterlife for the human world... And humans and spirits both use spirit energy. Then demon energy and the demon world and the netherworld being the afterlife of the demon world. Shouldn't the netherworld then also work off demon energy? You would think, but they like say, oh, netherworld energy, netherworld um, power. It's like, what the fuck does that even mean? He's still using the same energy stuff as everyone else. You're calling it something different. I don't know. It's got a different feel to it. Fuck off. Number two. This movie does not in any way fit the Yu Hakusho timeline established by the anime and manga, which is pretty common for anime films based on ongoing series, but it's still annoying because you're not really sure what the characters are capable of until the movie's over, because you're not, since it's not technically canon, it's like, well, do they have these powers or these ones? Like, well, if they can do that, why can't they do this? It's just kind of annoying to figure out, and... You're, I don't know, at least I'm always trying to figure out a general time period it would take place in, but sometimes it's just obnoxious because it'll take moves from, like, a completely other time. Uh, it's uh, fucking non-canon movie shit. Especially when this movie claims that it's, you know, taking place when Yusuke's a high schooler because, you know, Yusuke's in middle school the entire anime series and he becomes, you know, more powerful than, like, 99.9% of beings in the universe by the time the series is over. Yeah, I'm assuming that originally they they just decided to call it high school instead of middle school. It's the Be- same building. Because but, it's America. Yeah, but... Yeah. It's, and they all look like they're in their 20s in this movie. Early Hawk show. It's got a... Well, I'm not going to say charm. It sucks, but... Yeah. And number one, the dubbing of this movie is just awful... It's hard to listen to. I mean, one of the best aspects about Yuakshu, the anime, uh, from the Funimation dub was the fact that the dialogue was localized that rather than just translated word for, more, word for word from the original Japanese. And it really made the characters seem distinct and likable, and they all played well off each other. The dialogue in this translation just felt really forced and awkward. I'm used to awkward dubbing in early anime from this time period, but... Usually I can at least find it somewhat somewhat charming. Not in this case. And on top of that, I was introduced to you actually with a good dubbing, so that just made it all the worse. Well, even though we don't like the dialogue, I think we'll give this our best shot at having ourselves a good old-fashioned quote more. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. Here, I am God and Master. I have no idea what's going on here. Learn your rightful place. I developed a new killing technique. I will now cleanse your pathetic soul. Spirit God! 
You can't stand the fact that I beat you like a whipped dog. Bastard. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale. 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 5 out of 10. I gave it a 7 out of 10. This movie takes everything that made the series great and just makes it feel stale. The one-liners and attitude harbored by many characters are replaced with dry, generic dialogue. The intense brawling is replaced with super flashy mega energy moves, and the storyline is just a jumbled mess of things that get destroyed, then we're all doomed, so fight? It isn't exactly disrespectful to the series, but without all the charm the series had, it's just a generic anime film, not really good or bad. If you're not a fan of the series, I would avoid it, and if you are a fan of the series, I wouldn't pay more than like $2 for a copy of it. It's just not worth the spirit energy to sit through it. As a fan of Yu Yu show, I was really looking forward to checking this movie out, only to be dumbfounded by the horrible voice acting and terrible dialogue. I'm used to anime films based on popular shows having lame stories that don't actually fit into the timeline when it comes to movies. Dragon Ball Z did it, Naruto did it, One Piece did it. It's very, it's very common, so that didn't bother me. I wasn't expecting a masterpiece. However, Without the Funimation cast and the clever banter between the characters, this film just wasn't Yu show to me. Sure, the characters have the same names, mostly. They have the same powers and use some special moves and that I've seen on TV a dozen times, but it still just felt hollow and everyone seemed perpetually bored by voicing it. I knew this was released in the 90s and before Funimation got the rights to dub it, but I still can't help but feel kind of disappointed by what could have been. Still, I hope the day comes where Funimation gets the rights to this film the way they did the first Yu Show film and does a dub that's worthy of being called Yu Show. Well, I think it's time we figure out how to drink away the slick. Drink away the slick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the slick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll use some drink names for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time an attack name is shouted, take a drink. Number two, every time someone is bleeding, take a drink. Number three, whenever a demon changes form or appearance, take a drink. Number four, anytime windows are shattered, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's anime month, whenever you see something on screen written in a foreign language, take a drink. Every time someone says netherworld, take a drink. Every time a villain is defeated, take a drink. Every time someone mentions that Spirit World was attacked, take a drink. And every time someone powers up, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you can leave us a comment on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros.gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, my personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all other content, including reviews, interviews, and chats from us at bmoviebros.com for new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. Well, this is the end of week two for Anime Month. We've seen two films. Let's rank them. For me, number two, Yu Yu Hakusho Poltergeist Report. It just didn't have the same feel as the show, and this was kind of like your standard let's fight movie. Number one, End of Evangelion. A proper ending to a fantastic series. Yeah, this is like... Comparing filet mignon to moldy bologna. Number two, Yu Hawks to Poltergeist Report. 
I genuinely like Yu Yu Hakusho as a series, but I didn't like this movie. Number one, End of Evangelion. It is just an incredible cinematic experience and ending to the Evangelion series. So next week, we're going to delve you know, out of movies based on series and into movies that are just, you know, movies. We're going to take a look at the 1997 film Perfect Blue. All right. So until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on the next one. Oh, she's in the room.